All right, welcome in to the first episode of Juco Junkies. I am your host, Nathan Wood, and I'm joined here today by my teammate at Ohlone College, left-handed hitting, middle infielder, Corey Steinauer. Corey, welcome in. Appreciate you having me, Woody. Yeah, uh, honestly, I just wanted to bring you in, talk you talk to you about your experience uh at the junior college level okay. and you got a little taste of it at the division one level yeah. too you were there for a fall yep. and just I, I don't know i can open up the floor to you and just you know have you talk about uh like a little bit of your backstory your high school you're from pleasanton right Correct. yeah and just talk about how you got into baseball why you love baseball really anything okay go for it take it away all right so i mean i love sports like just growing up always love sports um never i wasn't really a full baseball guy till like high school honestly wasn't like extremely talented or anything like growing up it didn't necessarily come naturally to me but um as i got older definitely baseball it definitely showed like that was where i what i was supposed to play what i was supposed to when did you when did you switch from like multi-sport to high school yeah freshman year yeah I, i played basketball freshman year gotcha and then Obviously, like, I'm not the most athletic, like, 220 pounds or fast or nothing. Yeah. So, baseball was definitely what Yeah, I was. When, when I was growing up, it was, it was like, all sports. And then when I got to, like, seventh, eighth grade, I realized I really wasn't good at yeah, every exactly. sport. And so, I kind of just honed in on baseball. Yeah, I was crazy when I was young. Oh, I was, for I was sure. balling on everybody. Sure. But no, not, not when you get older. It doesn't work like that. And then in high school, what, like, uh... What, what high school did you go to? I went to Foothill High School in Fo- Pleasanton, California. Home of... Uh, the Falcons. Yeah, home of the Falcons. And uh, any famous alumni that went to the school? San Francisco Giants shortstop Brandon Crawford. Brandon, yeah, it's great. Great middle infield yes, person sir. to look up to. Uh, so, going to Foothill, uh, divi- like what type of division were you guys in? Were you guys... Uh, we were we were Division One. We were... One of the top high schools in Northern California. Dope. We were in a league with De La Salle, who is obviously their athletic Nuts. program is one of the best in the state. So we kind of ran into them every year, which kind of made it difficult. But we, I had a lot of success in high school, definitely. That's dope. Did you, uh, when did you start playing varsity? Uh, sophomore year. Sophomore year? Yeah. And then uh, you committed to play baseball at University of Nevada Reno right when did you commit there I committed the summer after my junior year summer so going into your senior year yeah correct that was dope was you kind of feel like a big shot yeah definitely I was the only one in my class too who was committed to a d1 school so it was definitely that's dope Uh, and then going into actually just uh, over the summer and in the fall and in the winter did you play any travel ball uh, in the summer? Uh, yeah. Any, yeah summer, anytime I, I played summer ball, and then during the fall, we had, like, our own little thing, but gotcha. nothing, nothing. Gotcha, crazy. gotcha. Did you play, did you play like, uh, uh, like, collegiate ball going into your freshman year of college? I didn't, actually. No? I didn't play any summer ball. Do you, I mean, do you have any opinions on that? Like, I mean, I think it's not for everybody, because mm-hmm. it's, I, I wanted to be fresh going in there. I didn't oh, want to. Fair enough. Even, like, now, like, it's 60 games, that shit's a grind yeah exactly i i don't i i enjoyed i played collegiate ball this summer going into the freshman year but that's i mean i guess it's different for me because with covid i didn't get an entire junior year of high school Mm -hmm. and then senior year was we we got a full schedule but we really didn't start until like march and we had to push cram in 30 games in like two months and it was just it was awful 
but and that yeah, I just wanted to yeah. get a little get bit more rest. baseball yeah, in definitely. going into freshman de- year. That de- definitely depends on the situation. Exactly. Sure. So then you go to UNR. Correct. Your f- the fall. How, fall. Explain how the fall goes for people that don't. It was good. Understand. I was you know I was kind of nervous what it was gonna gonna be like if I was gonna be playing with all these. If it's Stun, if Division stunts. One was really like you yeah. know it's like a different. And I thought I fit in pretty well. I mean, yeah. it, it was definitely a step up, but I thought I held my own. Do you still have contacts with any of the guys that yeah. you were at? Yeah, a few. That's dope. Yeah. And, and uh, in terms of, uh, uh, you kind of touched on it. In terms of the level of play, it just I mean. Yeah, I mean it was it's Division One baseball. It's yeah. you know it is what it is. But I mean, you got to go in there, not you got to believe in yourself. You can't be thinking, you know, this is Division One. Yeah. You gotta, Exactly. You, you, I mean, I would assume you have to have some sort of swagger with it. Yeah, just exactly. saying, like, I, I'm here for a reason, and now yeah. I just got to prove it to everybody exactly. while I'm here. And it, that's how it worked out. I mean, it wasn't too much of a yeah. transition. To be exactly. So then you left after the fall. Correct. And why'd you leave? Wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling it? Reno. I don't, I don't, wasn't a great yeah, place. I, I, I don't spend want to speak co- negatively about any people. No, yeah, no, for sure. Just like this situation didn't yeah, work out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And you found yourself, how'd you find Ohlone? Uh, So they reached out to me in high school. Gotcha. After I was committed, but apparently they didn't know. So, <laughs> so as soon as I left Reno, I, I was either between Chabot and Ohlone because those are the two local junior colleges. To you? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I knew Ohlone kind of had the better program, so I was hit, hit them up, and they welcomed me. Dope. And your freshman freshman year at Ohlone, yep. technically you're still a freshman, but yeah, I'm just going to say freshman. Yeah, <laughs> your first year at Ohlone, how how did that work out? Did you did transition yeah, really well? It, I honestly couldn't have asked for anything better. I There was a spot for me. I, I literally just walked right in and started playing. That's it was dope. crazy. Didn't expect it to happen that way, but... That's dope. It did happen. That oh, way. and you guys had a stellar team, a team in 20, 2019, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, the team was nuts. Yeah. So, you played all of high school without COVID. Correct. And I didn't. I was a junior when everything happened. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah. Like you were in, you were in college. If that happened to me yeah. at the end of my high school career, I would. I don't know how. No, nah, and it's so tough. it's screwed. I mean, talking about just my recruit, the class of 2021, the high school class of 2021. Junior year, you know, most people start getting recruited junior year, yeah. you know, around there. People are starting to get recruited Earlier now. freshmen yeah, now. But, uh, you know, junior year, big, like, prove-it year for a lot Definitely. of people. And for my class, a lot of people just got that taken away. Yeah, it's crazy. I had dudes on my uh, on my travel ball team literally commit to Division One colleges, and the coach had, had not seen them play in person. It was all strictly based on video because the NCAA recruiting uh, restrictions, coaches couldn't go out of their outside of their school to recruit Uh and they couldn't have anybody on visits, uh, official visits. Um, And I'm sure people went around that in some ways, but it was like, you know, you go to a tournament in Arizona and nobody was there like it was so barren. Like, you know, you the year before that, I remember watching the older teams that had people like Eddie Park who plays on Stanford like just on my on my Trotsky team uh that were a year above me like they had 60 scouts 70 scouts you know MLB scouts there and we go to the exact same tournament the next year and there's like 
uh, there's like a, a a JUCO scout there, and it's like you know, That's to each their own. Yeah. But it, then there was people committing without even without even seeing it's them crazy. in person, and you know, time will tell how that goes with them but i i mean all the dudes on my team were studs so i think they're gonna be fine but it's definitely was weird and then with covid again the ncaa kind of given everybody years of eligibility back yeah and they gave i mean you're still technically a freshman yeah, it so it screwed it up well I, I mean, it, it, our, they, it yeah. was the right thing to do but oh for sure but my recruiting class yeah got three times bigger exactly you know it's filled with the people in the year exactly. above me and then the year above them yeah and yeah, I don't That's know. That's the problem with it. it. It does suck. Well, then for you, being at Ohlone for this is going to be your third season. I, I mean, how have you enjoyed it? It's been great. I, I mean, never expected to be a junior college, but it's it's great. And I, it's and do you think that program. do you think that you had a stigma in your head about it about junior college when you were in high school, and how has that really changed? Maybe a little bit especially after I committed, but it, at least this junior college, I can't speak on, on yeah. the other ones, but they do it right here. Well, I think, I think one of the big things about this podcast that I want to kind of do is just talk about, not, I'm not vouching for any other junior colleges. I'm just kind of trying to broadcast my experience at junior college because I'm a freshman literally haven't played a season yet I've been here for less than six months but I just want to kind of broadcast my um, journey and it's starting at the junior college level and I'm assuming I I have faith that it'll it'll continue so I I, want to change a little bit of the stigma about hey like you know I was talking even to my parents about it it's like they their opinions on junior colleges has changed over the past two years just of you know during the whole recruiting process for me just you know a lot of things fell through grades whatever fill in the blank covid and junior college is a good way to a save money you know i mean some schools are paying you know i gotta pay seventy thousand a year to even go there if you're not on scholarship that's all coming out of your pocket um and I don't know. I just, I, I like, I, I have a couple of friends who will also be on this podcast in the future that went to a junior college, either went to a division one level after, or even got drafted out of junior college that can really vouch that this, you know, it, there's, there's no one path that you Agreed. need to take. Definitely. And, I don't know. What what do you hope the, that the future would hold for you in baseball? I mean, I hope I'm just gonna ride it as far as I can. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Do you, I mean you have you obviously have aspirations to play Division One level? Yeah, definitely. And any any colleges that that I'm hoping for? that you look out for? Eh, just kind of seeing what comes my way. Hell yeah. All I right. Wanna, I don't want to be pigeonholed on a few schools because no. if that those don't work out, yeah, you're kind of yeah. yeah, you're screwed there. All right, so lifelong A's fan. Yep. And why the A's? Growing up, 15 minutes from the Coliseum, just going to games growing up. Well, that's fair. I It's always weird to me when I meet people that are like, I guess I didn't live in the Bay Area, but so when I lived in uh, Monterey, the nearest sporting event, professional sporting event, was San Jose. Yep. That's an hour and a half away. 
So like it was a big deal to like go to a games. Obviously, it's like yeah. probably a big deal for most people, but like it was like a trip, you know. Like uh-huh. we'd have to make a day trip out yeah. of it. Where you, I, you, you said, slide, you yeah, you just literally you slide, slide to the there. game. Yeah. yeah, that's that's impressive, or not impressive. It's just it's funny to think about. But uh, so the, for me, the, the nearest team was the Giants. Um, so I mean, Giants kind of made a run this year. A's not as far. Yeah. Um, what do you think, in your opinion, what do you think the A's can do to make at least a further push along into into the playoffs? I just think they need to pony up and start spending a little money. I mean, I know it's the Oakland A's. They're not they're not gonna have a <laughs> a huge payroll, but they gotta they're not gonna win with forty million dollars a year. Or whatever, yeah, when people whatever. are when one player is making more than exactly. the entire payroll a year, that's it, you know. In theory, it can work, but they've just... made it work. But you're only going to go so far like that. Exactly, and the longevity of it. I mean, eventually <laughs> the players are going to want their money, and exactly. they just won't pay them, and they'll go to a different it's team. A farm system for e- the rest of the 2019. Exactly. Exactly. So okay, so A's fan, favorite player in the history of baseball. It doesn't have to be A's. I'm gonna go with Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, yeah, I like it. So hall, hall, of, hall of Fame or not? Absolutely, absolutely Hall of Fame. I was having this conversation about my with my dad the other day. That if you can say a lot of the big arguments around Barry Bonds is like steroids, obviously. But if you can say that a lot of the old heads' arguments are the 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 Hall of Fame is the best players of all time. Yep. And you can rebe- you know, rebuttal that and say, well, okay, any single player of today's game would dominate any single player of True. Babe Ruth's day, yep. maybe with a, a couple exceptions that uh-huh. might have been able to adapt. And I'm sure a lot of the professional athletes of olden times would be able to adapt, but it you i think the hall of fame and that me and my dad he talked about he's like it's really a um the hall of fame is is a collection of the best baseball players for each generation and so if you want to say that Barry Bonds doesn't belong in it because he was a cheater i mean being very conservative half of the players were on steroids in there, there could be people in the Hall of Fame already oh, who have taken steroids. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's at least two that were definitely Hall of Famers. I'm pretty sure Jeff Bagwell was roided up. I mean, that guy was absolutely massive. <laughs> um, but it, it, if even you, back in the day, you yeah, never oh, know. for sure. I mean, people were taking. I think the story came out that like Barry Bonds was taking like horse testosterone, yeah. and like it's like, and, and then there's people like Gaylord Perry for the Giants. He was a spitballer. And he like was an open spitballer after it had been out outlawed, mm-hmm. and like not he attributed like a lot of his success in the MLB to being a, like to his spitball, yeah. and like so that's like openly cheating. Yeah. But like like where there is, there is no rule against whereas, that at the time. Well, there was, and that's the whole point. Is he was like he was like open. He was uh, like he said screw it. No, he's like yeah, I'm gonna still throw a spitball. I can get away with it, and then. He's in the and Hall of Fame. After. Yeah, and he's he's in the Hall of Fame, so it's yeah. like he's an open cheater in the Hall of Fame. You can can the, you know people have taken stuff over yeah. the years that have. The thing with Barry though is if you want to just throw his entire career where you know he got you know big and bulky and oh. he may have been on steroids, throw that part of his career completely out the window. 
and take the eight or nine yeah, years, whatever first, it was. Yeah, and all he needs is those years, and he's still all of it. Yeah, he, you take his first eight years, and he is he has some of the most absurd stat lines exactly. of MLB history. You know, you can't you, you you have his whole career. You have an argument for greatest of all time. But even those first seven, eight years, like uh, a lot of people say, like if Mike Trout retired today, he'd still be in the Hall yeah, of Fame definitely. just because of what he's done yeah, so far. Absolutely. Uh, Barry Bonds, if he only had that eight, if he retired for, yeah. in two thousand or whatever the year was, yeah. he's still a Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's it's I don't know the accolades and stuff that he has that have absolutely nothing to do with steroids too, yep. like gold his gloves. Gold gloves his walks yeah. to strikeout ratio is insane. Yeah. I mean, like, Nobody's obviously, ever gonna walk as much as he did. Yeah. obviously he got intentionally walked, like, yeah, intentionally walked with the bases loaded. Like, yeah, that's insane. That's say. insane. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, yeah, his, 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 uh, single season walk record, never going to get broken. He had like a hundred and something, like 120 something intentional walks in one year, <laughs> intentional walks. And like, and then he ended the year with like over 200 walks, that's but, crazy. So Barry Bonds, favorite player, and then what about favorite A of all time? Favorite A of all time? Of all time, and then we'll go current. If you got current on your head, I'll you can go say current. It. And okay, it's Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman, yeah. that guy's a stud. Yeah, absolute stud. He had a shitty year this yeah, year, but needs to pick it up a little bit offensively. But yeah, he. I mean, there's a couple of people that can get away with just being a def- defensive he's talent. One he's them. one of them. Like really? he's. He's will not lose that job just yeah. because strictly because of no his defense. Like him. Exactly. All right. Well, okay. All time, if you had to say. I'm trying to think. Kurt Suzuki might be in there somewhere. Ooh, that's that's interesting. I haven't heard that. Um, let's see if I can get another name. Tim Hudson. Tim. That's a former Giant too. Former Giant. Bobby Crosby. Bobby Crosby. What did he play? 2005, somewhere around there, maybe. I like me good uh, Billy Butler at first oh, base. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh. That dude can't move to save his life. <laughs> no. Uh, th- I, did he make an all-star game With one Kansas year? City. Yeah, yeah I think he made an all-star game. Those, those, are, those are the type of guys where it's like they have one like stupid good year and everybody, they're like a fan favorite, and then they suck the rest of their career, and they're, it's just it's sad. <laughs> um Oh, who's that? Uh, my brother, his favorite A of all time is uh, Billy Burns. Like that's the, a great one. Stupid I, that's fast. A great one. Yeah, he he just loved them because he. I think he like. Uh, my brother went to an A's game and he like. Oh, Eric is it Eric Burns. No, Billy. It's like uh like literally like Billy. It was like a backup outfielder, and he was like stupid. He was like a pinch Blonde runner. Hair, Twenty two. I don't know if we're thinking of the same guy. Let me let me do a little quick Google okay. search. MLB Network guy. No, that's that is Eric, Eric Burns. Burns. Okay. No, that's, I'm talking. That's who I'm thinking of. I'm talking Billy Burns. Let me pull this up for you. Literally, like. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Outfield, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Billy Burns, baseball. Ooh, baseball. Yeah, outfielder. Little guy. Literally, like one of the fastest humans okay, yeah. in the world no, I I, my he's like a lefty got zero at bats but it, all he did is bunt and he was just <laughs> he was i i think my brother saw him like bunt to first base and beat it out and that he made he loved that that's crazy okay anything okay we got the mlb lockout going on right now 
it, I mean, it depends on how well versed you are in that. But it, the I was talking to my dad about this. We uh, we talk baseball way too much. Um, but he says that the difference between this year and the 1994 uh, strike year is that it's really uh, the strike was was pretty initiated by the players and they they just stopped working and demanded better x y and z this was kind of initiated by the uh owners but it was super mutual like nobody nobody was agreeing with anybody in terms of uh the new uh collective bargaining agreement and i don't know i i think it's just a whole bunch of money grabbing from both sides and the the owners are a little too greedy and the players are a little uh little too ambitious with what they're asking for i think we just need we need if it if it goes into spring training that's stupid this is not something that needs to yeah exactly i saw a couple tweets about that just like people just fed up with how they just haven't talked and they're just letting it ride i think it's dumb all right well this has been a good talk i enjoyed this conversation and thank you for uh thank you for joining us yeah definitely thanks for having me yeah hope i have you hope to have you on again in the future sure as this thing blows up to the moon (laughs) hope it does (laughs) all right see you boys yes sir